Okay, so I think I'm live. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Okay, I think we have people joining slowly. So I hope you and your family members are doing well during these challenging times. And I hope you are all safe and sound. I know that for most places, uh, the situation has been improving and I hope you're all safe. And we're very happy to be doing this live session. So let me quickly introduce myself while we have people joining in. My name is Malika B and this is the first IG live session that I'm doing with Rerule. So I'm quite excited to be joining this amazing team. A little information about myself. I am a communication specialist, campaign manager, as well as a writer. And I'm currently working on publishing my debut book entitled Letters to Dear SM. So I'm quite excited about that. And as mentioned in our announcements, we have an inspiring woman joining us today. Not only is she a lawyer, but also she has knowledge of the fashion industry. So I'm currently waiting for Anya Radke to join me. And in the meantime, okay, okay, I think, uh, one second, we have our speaker here. One moment. Okay, I'm saying that we're waiting for Anya Ratke to join us. Just a minute. Hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing? Can you hear me well, Anna? Uh, yes. That's great. Well, we're very happy to have you here in our session. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thank you for you're, having me. I, I, hope, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, despite, thank you. Thank you for having me. And I challenges. Hope, yeah, everyone's doing so, great. Okay, I think we have people joining in, so we can slowly start the session. Okay, Sounds good. so <laughs> Anna Ratke is an inspiring woman. Not only are you a lawyer, but you also have knowledge of the fashion industry. And your work has been featured in big magazines such as Elle, Vogue, Glamour, and Harper's Bazaar. So I did give a little information about who you are, but can you also introduce yourself so our audience have the chance to get to know you better? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Anna Redke. My nickname is Anya. <laughs> it's my Polish version of my name. So that's why everyone gets confused. Um, as you said, I'm an attorney here in New York. Uh, but prior to becoming a lawyer, I served as an editor for various magazines. I started Vogue in New York and then was able to get published in all these international issues uh, of these magazines. So uh, that's my background. Well, that's great. So uh, that is the business that you're doing right now, right? Focusing on more or less yeah, law. I'm, I'm primarily an attorney, but I also serve um, as an adjunct professor at LIM College. And I also served as a guest lecturer at the various universities all over the world, such as London College of Fashion, the University of Warsaw, um, and FIT. Wow, you have a lot on your plate. <laughs> so you're juggling a lot. Yeah, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying. Like all New Yorkers do, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good, that's good. Uh, now, the question is, you know, the situation right now, 2020 took a different turn, something that we didn't expect was coming. So how has COVID affected the way you're functioning, how it affected your business and the way you're working? So if you can shed some light on that. <laughs> yeah. Difficult. Yeah, you know, it hasn't affected me that much. Uh, despite the fact that I'm not in the office and that I'm not meeting people face-to-face, uh, -face, uh, I'm still doing the same thing. So I'm working remotely from my home office and it's going to be a thing probably likely until January of 2021. Yes. <laughs> and 
yeah so and all the meetings with my clients uh have been shifted to from in person to zoom meetings so it's a little different but i still when onboarding clients i'm trying to keep this personal contact and instead of just pure phone calls uh we try to like you know do video calls so that we can actually see our faces no i mean and such platforms you know such as zoom instagram i think they saved our lives and helped us overcome the difficult obstacles i mean you and I here speaking, it's also thanks to the digital platforms that we have. Yeah, so absolutely. It has helped uh, continue our business in a good manner. Now, quick question is, how, uh, in which law did you specialize in and how did you come to choose it? Did you uh, look up to someone or did someone persuade you to choose a specific specialization? Mm -hmm. So currently I serve as a managing associate of a New York office of a boutique law firm. It's a full service law firm called Brand Council. We're located uh, in New York and in LA. Uh, and as I said, we're a full service law firm. So we do everything surrounding the brands from corporate to intellectual property through employment law, privacy laws, and things like that. Uh, for me, I specialize in fashion law. And uh, I came about it when I was a junior um, at FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology here in New York. And mm -hmm. I took a fashion law class with Professor Jimenez who's the co-author of the only fashion law textbook right now. Uh, and he sort of inspired me to go to law school. Uh, I'm originally from Poland, so it was not a very common way to do, like to become a lawyer as a foreigner, uh, but I did it anyway. Um, and uh, you know, in the beginning, when you're a law student, you just take all the classes, but because I had my fashion background, I studied fashion management at FIT. And as I mentioned, I already served uh, as an editor for various magazines then just, you know, um, transferring these skills to the fashion industry helped me as an attorney. So for me, it was sort of natural, but not all fashion lawyers have fashion background. No, I mean, you've merged two uh, things that you really like, and that's great, you know, having a background in fashion, but at the same time studying law, that's amazing. So you, you must have a lot of uh, understanding about the fashion industry <laughs> compared to some other lawyers. Yeah, you know, I think so. And I've also developed like a pretty vast network. Uh, so I believe my philosophy is connecting the dots. So whenever, you know, my clients need business consultants or tax consultants that specialize in the fashion industry or PR companies or showrooms or manufacturers I already have this connection so I can make introductions. And I think this is our competitive advantage as a law firm. And you mentioned that you're from Poland. Did you move here a long time ago? Uh, yeah, so it's been a decade. I can't believe it, but yeah, <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yeah. But coming from Poland and then uh, studying law, was it difficult for you to adjust to uh, start uh, learning and choosing this uh, specialization? Because I know I took a semester of a course which was related with law. And to be honest with you, for a person who's been speaking English for a long time, I had such a difficult time. And I honestly believe that I don't understand English at all because of the language intensity. So how is it for you? Yeah, you know, in the beginning, I moved to New York. I didn't know anyone here. I was a student at FIT, so it's completely different. And then going to law school and learning a different system, uh, common law, you know, based on precedents. And I come from a country that's based uh, on civil law. It's completely different. So it was a big challenge. And as you said, the legal jargon, it's another thing. So I really had to work on my writing and speaking skills in order, uh, you know, to become a good attorney.
Yes, I mean, I'm sure it's it's a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment, and many sleepless nights. <laughs> I believe yeah. a lot, of, a lot of hard work. Now, what advice would you give someone who's actually looking for a law a lawyer? Where should they start? Whom should they address? If you can just shed light on the process. Yeah, you know. So first of all, I guess just talk to your family members and your friends, because I think that word of mouth is still the most powerful marketing tool in the legal industry. Uh, but if your friends or family members can't recommend you any other attorneys, just do a research. A lot of attorneys um, offer free consultations. So just schedule a free consultation, just spend 15 minutes to talk to this attorney and uh, just see whether you vibe like or not. So, you know, you want to work with someone who you vibe with. You don't want to, a person who don't really understand your business. So you really have to do your homework. So the homework would be going on Google, <laughs> Google research. Yeah, initially just go on Google, you know, check the reviews, uh, schedule consultations, and then, you know, you'll get a feeling during a call. Okay. How do you know when they're the perfect lawyer that suits you? <laughs> well, like you know, it's important uh, to someone whom you can work with very well. Yeah, you know, I'm an attorney, so it's difficult. But sometimes I look for attorneys that specialize in different areas of law. So for example, for tax advisors for my clients. So I just have a deep conversation and ask a lot of questions in order to see whether this person really understands my client's business and whether I can trust this person and whether, you know, you know, lawyer, being, being a lawyer and having a lawyer, it, it's very responsible, right? So, so you have to choose someone who you trust. Yes, that's good a point. Because there was a case where I have to also work with a lawyer and we had to change the person three times. So I had to jump from one lawyer to the other until I found the perfect one. So I know it's a bit challenging for <laughs> for most people who are looking. Yeah, for you want to find someone who understands you and who's responsive, because you know I hate working with someone who's not responding to your emails for like two weeks. You know. Yeah. Yes. 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 If they don't respond to your uh, email for two weeks, most probably your case will be prolonged for a very long time. Exactly. No exactly. No. What advice, I'm, I'm not sure whether we have any students who want to study law or any current law students, what advice would you give them? Because I know that in reality, it's not legally blonde, like the ones we've watched in films. It's much more th uh, than that. It's very difficult. It's a very difficult profession. So what advice would you give them if there are any of us watching here or maybe later, they can get the advice from you? Yeah, again, do your homework because going to law school, becoming an attorney is a big commitment like financial commitment, time commitment, you know, and probably health commitment as well, because I barely remember three years of law school. Uh, it's a lot of work, then you have to take the bar. And you know, then you have to, every day you learn, like, we have to comply with so many requirements. Like even now, I've been an attorney for three years now, but still I have to do CLE. So attorney training, and, uh, you know, many, many hours every year. So you have to be really committed to the profession. Uh, in order to succeed in it. And in total, how many years is law school? Three or four uh, years is it? Three years, yeah. Uh, three years. So and then, you know, you need to have a bachelor degree already. So it's seven years of school, of higher education. Yeah, oh, wow. and then <laughs> taking the bar. Yeah, so, you know, it's a big time commitment. So even after you graduate law school, there are other uh, exams that you have to take, right? 
if I understand. Yeah, there, there's a bar exam. So for example, in New York, first of all, you need to take a New York State bar exam. It's online. Uh, it's not as challenging as the actual federal bar exam. That's a two-day exam and in-person, like live exam. And then you also have to take another in-person exam, uh, ethics exam. So uh, there are a lot of requirements. And then once you pass everything, you file a big application consisting of many pages, and then you go uh, for an interview with a bar association member. Oh, I mean, big respect to all your patience and the strength. It's oh, a lot yeah. Of, that's a lot. There are a lot of steps that you took until you came to this point where you are right now. Now, we have a question from the audience, and let me just open the email. And they are asking, if we decide to work with a lawyer, how does the payment work? Should we ask upfront or is there room for negotiation? So if you can just shed little light on that so our audience can also have the information. Yeah, so traditionally the legal profession was based on hourly billing. So there are different hourly rates for associates, so younger attorneys uh, who can handle less complex cases and then for partners who handle more complex cases. However, the legal industry is changing and is trying to become more and more innovative. So a lot of law firms, like my law firm, we offer flat fees. So you'll know the cost of your case up front, right? Um, so let's say you want to register your trademark, and then we're going to give you a flat fee that's inclusive of the, of the administrative cost that we have to submit to the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Um, is there room for negotiation? Yeah, there is um, some room for negotiation. Uh, Sometimes if clients really need it, especially startups, we're trying to support startups and young entrepreneurs, then we would offer an installment plan or a subscription plan where you can just um, schedule your payments. Okay, that makes sense. And I think some people are saying that's a great question. I think a lot of people have that question in mind. Let me see if there are any other questions asked by the audience. Okay, I have people joining. Uh, okay, everyone who's joined us, feel free to ask any questions because we have Anna here and this is the perfect uh, time to ask any questions related with law. Okay. Yeah, I understand, you know, it can be a little intimidating to hire a lawyer, but uh, lawyers are approachable and we're human, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a bit hard, like you said, to approach them because they're very serious, professional, you know, it's kind of... It's about how do you deliver your message because that was the trouble I was going through. And I had to hire a lawyer when I was about 23 or 24. So I had to ask my parents, I'm like, how do you approach a lawyer? What's the best way, like how to deliver your message? But like you said, everybody's human. Yeah. Okay, okay so what if you're not happy with, with your lawyer? We have one question. Well, so uh, when you decide to hire a lawyer, uh, you'll sign an engagement agreement. So an agreement, uh, you know, just describing all the responsibilities that the client has and the attorney has. Uh, and you can always fire your lawyer if you're not happy uh, with his or her services, uh, but you'll be responsible to cover the fees up to the moment when you, decided, when you decide to uh, uh, fire <laughs> your lawyer. So I think when you're signing an agreement, you must uh, carefully read the terms and conditions. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So you just know what you're getting into. Uh, so you understand your responsibilities as a client and the payments. Just make sure that there are no hidden fees or costs or things like that. 
So the contract can be terminated, apparently. Yeah, the contract can always be terminated. It's not like you're stuck with one lawyer forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I hope we were able to answer your question. Any other questions before we move on to the next session? The next session will be an interesting one. Okay. So I don't think we have any questions right now, but feel free to send in the questionnaires. Now, Anna, we will be moving on to the rapid fire questions. So I'll be asking you the questions and you have a few seconds to respond. Okay. So it's like the first thing that comes to your mind, you have to say. Okay. First question is, who inspires you the most in your life? Mm, my parents. Great. Your first job? Uh, tutor. Wow. Me too. The last mm -hmm. country you visited? Uh, Japan. Your favorite holiday? Christmas. Describe this year in one word. Unprecedented. Yes, I agree with you. Hectic, it was just a difficult year for all. But I really hope that it improves by the end of the year and we just go back to our normal lives. So that was it for the quick questions. You answered them very quickly. <laughs> and I think we ran out of the questions. So if you have any other questions, guys, feel free to ask. We still have a few more minutes. Okay. It's uh, uh, somebody is asking, I have a question. How does international law work? Do people specialize in that or do you have to work with people who are in that country? So if you can answer yeah. It's a very complex question. So uh, there are some treaties that are international and they apply to different countries. Uh, however, you know, sometimes when you have an issue in another country, you'll think about it as an international law, but it will be like the domestic law of the other country. So sometimes we have to hire a foreign counsel that's based in that country to solve that issue because me as an attorney, I'm able to represent clients in the United States. Um, so um, people can uh, specialize in certain aspects of international law, such as international trade or international human rights. However, uh, you should also think about it as international issues in different countries. Okay. I hope uh, we were able to answer your question. I believe her name is. I also. think there's a follow up, yeah, or working with international teams. So, yeah, so it really depends. Sometimes, you know, I also work on cross border transactions when I have to cooperate with, with attorneys from different countries. Okay, that makes sense. But I think the process would be more complex, right? Yeah, the process is very complex, you know, um, especially if these are, let's say, distribution agreements or data sharing, um, these things get very complex and we work in teams. Okay, I think, okay, no more questions? Okay, I don't think we have any more questions. Okay, Anna, quick question from my side. If we have uh, someone who wants to reach out to you, what's the easiest way? Is it via Instagram, email, or how can they contact you? Yeah, you can just DM me on my Instagram at A-N-I-A-R-A-D-K-E or uh, my bio on Instagram includes my email. So you can use that too. So you're also approachable. <laughs> so they can contact yeah, you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, uh, I'm a, I, I consider myself a modern attorney. So like, I WhatsApp my clients, uh, we Zoom, we text, you know, so no, that's we DM, that's yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, maybe in the future, I'll also be contacting you because I'm currently working on publishing my book. 
Yay, congrats. Yes. So my debut book that I've been working on for two years. So I'm quite excited and I have to learn the process more in depth. So maybe I'll also be reaching out to you. Yeah, sounds great. So look forward to our future cooperation. Okay, I don't think we have any more questions. Is there something you want to say in conclusion to our audience, Anna, before we well, conclude the session? Just thanks for ha having me. Uh, feel free to contact me anytime if you want to go to law school or if you have any legal issues. Um, yeah, and I hope everyone stays safe and healthy. Yes, and thank you for uh, once again for joining us, for giving the information. And I hope you all find it useful, and I hope you enjoyed the session. So I think this will be it for now. And wishing everyone an amazing day if they're uh, located where we are. If not, I know some people are, have joined from the other side of the world. So good night to them. Thanks once again, Anna. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. <laughs> Stay safe.